Hello everyone and welcome back to No Shade Just Tea, the podcast where we talk about anything and everything. I'm your host Anna and welcome to this week's episode. Now we are in week 10 of quarantine. What else is new? I feel like I say that every time I record an episode but it's been a really good week actually. I've been pretty busy with work and getting some stuff ready for my podcast and this week's episode is very very special but before we get into that let me remind you of a couple things. Remember that you can follow me on Instagram at noshade underscore t to keep up with everything related to this podcast and to find some extra content and extra information And also remember that you can subscribe to the No Shade Just Tea exclusive newsletter that comes out on the 1st and the 15th of every month. You can find the link to subscribe in the link in my bio, my Instagram bio. So go click there. The only thing that you need to do is write your email down and then you will receive the newsletter automatically when it comes out. So very easy and I'm very, very excited about the next one. I'm not going to tell you what it's going to be about yet. You'll have to wait until next week that I'll be sharing the news on Instagram. Now that we've got all of that introduction out of the way, I'm going to tell you a little bit what I've been doing this week. I've been working, of course. I've been doing some Instagram stuff for my podcast. I've been talking to a lot of people that I'm going to have in the next few episodes, which I'm very, very excited. And also, I finished watching The Vampire Diaries. I watched it a couple of years ago when it was on TV, but I didn't finish it, don't know why. And I thought since we're in quarantine, I'm going to rewatch the whole thing and finish it. So I just finished it literally like 20 minutes ago, the last episode, and it just crushed me. It was very sad. If you ha- if you guys have watched it, you'll you'll understand what I'm talking about. So now I need to find another TV show to watch during quarantine. So if you have any recommendations, please let me know. Um, DM me on Instagram. But anyway, so as I was telling you guys, this week's episode is really, really special. It's the first episode in the Tea Date With series, which basically is just going to be a different kind of episode where I talk to different people from different backgrounds and careers and we just chat about their businesses, what got them started, what was difficult and everything else in between. And this week's episode is the first one and is with Katie Wells. Um, She is a mindset coach that I started talking to her a couple of weeks ago, like maybe two weeks ago, that I reached out to her on Instagram and we just started talking and then I asked her if she wanted to be a part of this podcast and record an episode with me and she kindly said yes and she took time out of her day to talk to me, which means a lot. So, Katie, I'm sure you're listening, so thank you very much for taking time out of your day to talk to me. And as I said, she's a mindset coach, she has her own business, her company is called Aloha Luna Co, so you can follow her on Instagram at Aloha Luna Co. She does a lot of mindset coaching, basically helping women get in the right mindset to reach their goals, which I think is really, really important, and making sure that they don't have negative thoughts and 
limiting beliefs and everything like that. So I think what Katie does is really, really important and really admirable. So yeah, we just talked about some of those things and I think you guys are really, really going to enjoy this episode. So again, you can follow her at Aloha Luna Co. And here is our conversation and I hope you guys enjoy it. And remember, this is no shade, just tea. Okay, well, guys, I gave you a brief introduction about um, Katie, and I have her here with me right now. Hello, Katie. Hello, thanks for having me on your podcast. Thank you. Um, She kindly took time out of her day to talk to me today, which is very exciting. So thank you very much for your time. And as I told you guys, she is a coach and she has her online business. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. But first of all, I'm going to let Katie give you a little bit of an introduction. So if you want to talk a little bit about yourself and tell everyone what you do and stuff. My name is Katie Wells and I am from Texas and I was born and raised here. And I guess about me, I recently got married a year ago and then six months later we bought our first house and then two months after that we got a puppy. So it's been a lot of changes in the last year, but it's been good changes. I also have a mindset coaching business. So that's about me. And well, you just mentioned there, uh, you have your online coaching business. So first of all, what made you dive into the coaching world? Um, So I guess I've always like dreamed of having my own business for like a really long time. Probably back in high school is when I first started that dream. Um, but the problem is I never really knew like what exactly I wanted my business to be because I had so many different interests. Like I liked art, graphic design, creative writing, photography, and all of those different types of things. So I never had like one specific thing to make into a career, but so high school came and then I just did like what most people expect of you. Like I went to college, I got my degree in business and then Everybody tells you in college that you're going to have a good job after college, but when college was over, there were no like job offers or companies like trying to seek me out or anything like that. So I went six months after graduating college and I didn't have a job. I was still living with my parents, which is fine, but I was just really desperate to have a nice or a nice job at a really nice company. And the problem was I wasn't taking any like action steps towards that I was just unmotivated and maybe it's because like deep down I knew I didn't really want to work at a company like that but at the same time I knew I needed to work to make money so I don't know I guess I was just kind of like wasting time in a way because I was just like playing computer games a lot and I wasn't really applying to positions that often but I guess I realized at some point that in order to get a good job, I needed to actually take action, like take some action steps. And so I started applying to jobs and I really like changed my mindset and I started working on like my inner self, like how I see myself, how I see the world and just kind of like trying to overhaul my mindset just to like be more positive because I think 
being negative was part of my problem. <laughs> um, and then after I just simply applied to my dream company, I had an interview or a, a call for an interview like two days after. And I was just so happy and grateful. And it just went to show me that if you want something, you can't just sit around on the couch and just hope that it'll fall into your lap. You have to actually do the mindset work and also take the action towards it. And so I guess that's kind of what like jump-started me into like the mindset world because that's when I learned I had to like change the way I saw myself in the world in order to get what I wanted. Yeah, that's so true because I think a lot of people when they finish um, university or college and they have their degree, they just think like, well, I have my degree now, so I just have to wait for my dream job to suddenly appear out of nowhere without really doing much of that groundwork of like actually looking for a job and um, mm -hmm. having your CV updated and going to interviews that maybe they're not going to get you somewhere, but that's the start. Mm -hmm. If you don't start doing that, then there's no, there's no point. No one's going to give you a job just because. Yeah. That's cool. So that's how I got into like the corporate world, but I guess it kind of like turned downhill after that. <laughs> oh, <Because wow. laughs> I got like my dream job at my dream company or so I thought. Um, but then the boss that I had, she became really like mean to me and like nitpicky and micromanaging to me. And I guess she kind of like confirmed the fact that I wanted to work for myself and be my own boss and have my own business because I don't know. I know not all bosses are like her, but I mean, there were times where I was just like crying in the bathroom or going outside to call my mom because I just could not handle this anymore. And it was also during that time that I started like researching and learning as much as I could about like starting a business. And I was just like so desperate to get myself out of there. And so finally, I just took the plunge, quit my job and just started going full time into my business. So that's how it started. That's awesome. And how did you feel because I'm guessing like once you get your dream job and you go through all that interview process and you finally get the call of like you got the job congratulations and then you start and you see that that job is not what you hoped for. How did you feel when you started seeing those things? Um I guess it kind of felt like when people say, be careful what you wish for. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because like, it kind of makes me look back. Like, I wonder if maybe I, after I graduated college, I could use my degree and use my knowledge of business and just right off the bat, try to start a business after college. So it's kind of like, be careful what you wish for, because I didn't really want to work in the corporate world. It's just what other people like told me that was what you're supposed to do. So I guess it just felt at first a little bit like I wasn't aligned with it, but I did feel aligned after I realized what I didn't want, I guess. Yeah. So you felt kind of more comfortable knowing what you didn't want out of that job more than what you wanted or what you hoped right. it was going to be like. Mm -hmm, exactly. And what does your brand stand for? What does it represent? Um, well, whenever I first was trying to come up with ideas for like what I wanted my business values to be I knew I really wanted my business to like reflect happiness and like positivity 
like no matter what my business was, I really wanted those to be like the top two values. And so whenever like people came across my social media pages or my website or just working with me, I just wanted them to feel like happy and positive, like about themselves and their lives. And so I guess those are the top two values for my company. And then just trying to let that reflect, like I said, in every aspect of my business. And what are some of the things that you work with with your clients? So if I were a client that is reaching out to you being like, I need help, can you help me? What are some of the things that you help your clients with? So I help my clients with kind of the things that I've been through, um, specifically when it comes to mindset related to your business, because a lot of people want to start a business, but the number one thing that holds them back is their mindset. And they might be doing all this research on the internet like I did, and maybe they're taking lots of notes or they're printing out those printable freebie things, (laughs) and they think that they're ready to do it, but they don't do it because they don't feel ready. Like, it's their mindset that's holding them back. And it might be limiting beliefs, or maybe they have money beliefs that they need to work through, but that's the type of thing that I help people work through. That's awesome. And I think everyone has been there. I've been there because I was thinking about doing a podcast for so long and I always thought, oh, like people are going to laugh at me. I'm not ready for this. Like what if people think it's not good? Like I don't want to do it. It was more, I was more like sabotaging myself more than anything. And then I remember talking to one of my friends and she was like, just, just do it. Like literally no one cares. Like none of your friends or your family members they're not going to be thinking, oh, what is she doing? Or why is she doing this? <laughs> or And what I found out after a couple of weeks of doing this is the total opposite. Like people are so supportive when they see you doing something that makes you happy and that you love doing. No one's going to hold you back. And if they are, maybe they're not as good as a friend as you thought they were. <laughs> so I think when you start doing something that truly makes you happy and people can see it, they're going to be more supportive than anything, but it's you, the one that has to decide to take the plunge. Mm-hmm, exactly. That's so true. And from your online business, what has been the most difficult thing to go through in order to have your business? I guess when I first started, the most difficult thing was like all the research I was doing and how much time I was putting into that. Because I think a lot of times, a lot of people probably do that and it can really help to just get a coach. Like getting a coach can kind of eliminate a lot of that time that you're spending researching. And a lot of times like online, like the freebies and things like that, they tell you what to do, but they don't tell you how to do it. And so coach is something that I think I could have benefited from in the beginning because I wouldn't have had to do like 12 or 14 hour days all the time to figure out how to do stuff. And so that's probably what was the most difficult in that beginning stage. Yeah. And I think from what I see online, a lot of people are hesitant at first to get a coach because they think like, I can learn this on my own. Why do I need someone else to tell me? And as you were saying, Mm -hmm. it's going to keep you from having 12 or 14 hour days. (laughs) And maybe you're doing a lot of research and you think it's good for your business, but maybe in reality it isn't. And you're researching something or reading something or getting freebies that they're not really helpful. 
for what <laughs> you want to do for what the idea of your business is so I think mm-hmm. that's something to keep in mind for sure and talking about the coaching world and all of that do you think that right now the coaching world is overcrowded um I definitely do think that it's becoming more and more saturated as they call it but I don't think it's like overcrowded I think it's definitely grown a lot in the past couple years but I come from the perspective that you can learn anything from anyone even if it's like a random person from a random place that from something completely random I think you can still learn something of value from them so I think everybody if they want to has the capability of becoming a coach um, I do think that people should work more to be more qualified and like learn more, take courses, get certified if you can. But I don't think that's like a hundred percent necessary to start. But I think that's that getting more qualified is something that everybody should work towards more. And um, have you had like, especially I'm guessing at the beginning, like people saying or thinking she's very young, how is she going to be my coach? Yeah, I definitely had people saying things like that to me. Um, But I guess if it gets to that point, I just choose not to work with them because I kind of like qualify them first before I work with them, just so I make sure I'm working with people who trust me as their coach. Yeah, of course. Because if someone doesn't trust you, there's really no point in doing anything with them because then they're not going to learn or they're not going to take on everything that you're saying to them. So that can be a bit, of a, a bit of a challenge. And when it comes to being an entrepreneur, what's your favorite and your least favorite thing? What is something that you really enjoy about being an entrepreneur and something that you don't? Um, I guess the thing I enjoy the most is the freedom that it gives me. Like, I wanted all of the freedoms, like the freedom of time, freedom to travel, freedom to spend time with family, freedom to wake up when I want, freedom to eat lunch when I want. Like that was my driving motivation to be an entrepreneur. And um, the thing I like the least, I would say, like just all the different aspects that go into starting a business, because it's not just like your area of focus like you have to be if you don't hire someone you have to be good at social media marketing you have to be good at designing your website you have to be good at doing a podcast by yourself if you want to or like writing your blog by yourself so if you don't like outsource it can be a lot of stuff to do so that's probably my my least favorite yeah it's like everything falls into you like whatever it is related to your business and not even like website, blog, or social media, but everything that goes behind the scenes, like the groundwork to find mm-hmm. clients and to talk to them and everything falls into one person. And mm-hmm. how have you managed all of that? Um, I have gotten help of like virtual assistants who help with things like lead generation and finding people for me who would be interested in my services. I think that's been the most helpful because I really enjoy like the social media aspect of it. I enjoy using Instagram so I can do that. But when it comes to like the lead generation, it's been really helpful to hire somebody for that. Yeah. And has it been difficult to let other people do parts of your business like to let some or to have someone to have the responsibility to do stuff that surrounds your business yeah it's really hard because like your business is kind of like your baby yeah (laughs) like 
it's so hard to like let somebody else take on a part of your business that's your own and it definitely is really hard to let somebody else do that but you just have to trust them especially if they're qualified they can kind of prove to you over time that they know what they're doing yeah and what are because I'm now doing like a lot of research about online business and something and stuff like that because that's something that I would like to do eventually because I don't like having a boss and if my boss is listening, I'm sorry, but I would rather have my own schedule and my own everything. And what are some of the mistakes that you see people make when it comes to building an online business? I would say probably the mindset side of things, like I mentioned earlier, like your mental health, um, like the vision for your business, like you may know what you want to do right now, but it's good to get an idea of like where you see your business in the future. Like how can you scale your business in the future? Um, Do you have any like limiting beliefs that are holding you back? Or like, are you saying negative things in your mind to yourself about your business? Just all of those types of things. So I think it's like a lot of people are getting a lot of business strategy and marketing tactics, but like I said earlier, they're not taking those steps because they, have a limiting belief that's holding them back from doing those things yeah and do you think that right now that we live in a social media world and influencers everywhere and marketing everywhere and everything is like sales and products and trips and stuff like that do you see people falling into the trap of I just want to do this because I want like a free trip or because I want followers or I want to have like 100k in two weeks and if I don't have it then I'm just gonna quit or like people that want to grow too fast and at a pace that is not really manageable or that they that is not possible to do essentially (laughs) yeah I do see that a lot like people who they maybe they're at step zero or step one and like they're comparing themselves to someone who's at step 6,000 yeah and (laughs) they just have to know that it takes consistency like just over time like just continue doing what you're doing and you'll eventually get there but I don't think your motivation should just be just to have free trips or followers it has to like come from a place of wanting to help people and make an impact yeah do you agree that because that's my belief that if someone goes into doing and it can be like online business or it can be anything if you go into that with that mindset of like I just want to get money and followers or whatever it may be then you're doing it for the wrong reasons and you're not going to get the results that you want yeah for sure and a lot of the super successful people like a lot of them will say that when they first started they were only doing it just to help people like they didn't even really need or want the money they were just doing it to help people and then they became successful so I guess that's their secret (laughs) yeah it's like putting the the work first and then building from Mm -hmm. there I guess and what is something that you wish you knew when you first started and you know now um I guess I would just say kind of like I was saying earlier that I was researching everything 12 14 hour days and I just felt like I had to have everything perfect before starting And so I guess I just wish that I had known that it doesn't have to be perfect before starting. I do think that you should make a plan. Like, I don't 
think you should take messy action all the time. You should definitely have a plan. But um, yeah, I don't think you have to wait until everything's perfect. Like, go ahead and just start before you're ready, as they say. So, yeah, because yeah. sometimes, and it's happened to me, like you, you start doing something and then you see what you're doing and then suddenly your idea kind of changes and you mm-hmm. need to change something. It happened when I first started doing my podcast, I had a logo that I did. I remember on like Canva, the free version, not even the pro version. And I did it there and I liked it. But after a couple of weeks, I started seeing more what I liked and where I wanted to go. And I went back and did it again and redid the whole thing. And then I was like, okay, this is more me now. This is more a representation of what I want to do. And when you get that, everything just kind of just flows differently. Because now like every time that I post something, I'm like, oh yeah, I like this. And this feels like me. It doesn't feel like someone else is doing it, which I think is a very important thing to keep in mind. Yeah, for sure. So you obviously have like your clients and I'm sure that you've seen um, many different cases and many different situations. But I'm interested if you could tell everyone what has been the biggest change that you've seen a client go through? I would say... I guess the first that comes to mind is a client that I was working with who was a hairstylist and she worked with me through my 12-week one-on-one mindset coaching program and she was amazing at doing wedding hairstyles but she was just not bringing in the clients that she wanted. She wasn't reaching her income goals um, and she wanted Instagram to be like the hub of her business and so Um, Like I said, she wasn't taking any big action, and it was all because of her mindset and her limiting beliefs that were holding her back. She just didn't believe in herself. She didn't believe in her Instagram. She second-guessed everything she did. She had some negative thoughts about money, and so that's why she hired me to give her that confidence boost and give her that extra push, and I helped her develop an action plan, an Instagram marketing strategy, and made sure her bio was clear and everything. And finally, over the course of our journey together, she gained the confidence to show up for her audience and be authentic and stop trying to be like other hairstylists, but just be herself. And through all of that, she finally was able to meet her income goals within our journey together. And it was really rewarding. That's awesome. And what is that program that you just talked about, the one-on-one 12-week So it is um, 12 weeks and it's one-on-one with me and um, it, I kind of follow a like schedule week by week, like what particular thing we would be talking about, whether it's like money mindset or um, limiting beliefs or self-talk or all of those types of things. But it's really like catered per the individual. Like if they have specific, like really deep issues, we can just forget the other things and just focus on those but the whole point of it is just to help women to get the best mindset that they they can have for their business that's so cool that's very very nice because I think a lot of people have that imposter syndrome that they call it Mm -hmm. and you just if you have negative thoughts about yourself and if you just say negative things about yourself 
that's going to get you nowhere other than a dark place and a sad place. Because I've been there. I used to like wake up every morning and be like, why am I even doing this? Like, why am I going to work? Am I useful at work? Do they even want me there? And then second guessing everything that I was doing. Because I remember teaching a couple of classes. I'm an English teacher. And going and finishing my class and just going home thinking, did I do that right? No, I didn't. Oh my God, they're going to be thinking that I'm such a mess and that I'm such a bad teacher. Why did I do that? Why did I say that? Like second guessing every teeny, teeny, tiny little thing that I was doing in class that maybe they they didn't even realize for sure. And then once that started to change, I could see my classes flowing better and like having a more authentic atmosphere. Like, because at one point I was just like, there's no point in feeling like this every single day in my 20s. Like I'm just letting my 20s go and not enjoying them because I'm feeling like this. So I woke up one morning and I was just like, I'm done. I'm going to start making changes. And from there, I started having better classes better relationships with my colleagues I was doing a lot more stuff with my friends I was just comfortable in my own skin and then that has led me to do my podcast which is something that I wanted to do for a long time so I think that the work that you do with your clients is very very necessary and very admirable that you're doing something like that thank you And what are the most important things that someone has to have or keep in mind when they want to start a coaching business? I guess I would say to figure out if you are emotionally, physically, financially ready to do this. Um, Especially coaching, it takes a lot of work and effort and you have to, or you don't have to, but you should probably put in effort towards the individual clients and not try to get like as many clients as you can, but be able to have like the mental capacity to give towards each individual client and also like be emotionally stable in yourself because if you're coaching people, they're probably trusting you to come out with their feelings to you, share their thoughts about things with you. And so especially if you're an empath, you have to kind of be able to regulate emotions in yourself and also like put like a barrier so their emotions don't get onto you so that's probably the biggest tip I have for coaching yeah that was something that I wanted to ask you about is that barrier between work and talking to your clients and then kind of turning off your computer and then and turn around and not be thinking about this client said this or this client is going through this and just having that constant reminder of your clients and constant thought about what they're going through how do you separate both things um like outside of like my work tasks that I do I like live a really like happy life I mean even in work I'm happy but I spend time with my husband play with my puppy like watch movies just stuff that I enjoy doing and that really helps a lot to just stay in a good mood all the time yeah and I think mood is really important because like if somebody is telling you about their negative beliefs and their negative thoughts and stuff you have to like be sensitive towards them but also keep yourself in a good mood and don't let that affect you so much that like once you stop working you still are feeling those things and you have to like flip it into a positive like in your own mind you have to think like this person is okay they're working on themselves and they're flipping their negative beliefs around so you just have to like 
find a place in your mind to where it's all okay I guess yeah to just let them do the work and then you'll worry about them when you have the next coaching session mm-hmm. exactly that's that's a healthy way of of looking at it because I don't know if I'll be able to do it because I don't switch off ever (laughs) I'm that person that doesn't switch off and like if I have an idea or something or even with my students not so much right now but when I first started I remember going home and like doing my lesson plans and thinking yes I need to put this because this person made a mistake or I need to work on this because that person did it or whatever it may be but I was just constantly thinking about them and there was one day I remember my brother just told me he was like you need to stop because they're not family you're only thinking about them so (laughs) take a breather Um, but I think for a lot of people it's very difficult to have that kind of wall in between work and life at Mm -hmm. least for me it is it is very very difficult for sure and I guess like my last question is what are your hopes or your views for the future when it comes to your business and your life in general? I guess for my business, I would really like to be able to scale it because right now I'm just focusing on like individual people. But I think in order to reach more people and help more people, I would need to start doing some group coaching. Mm -hmm. And so group coaching is definitely something I want to start doing. And then in my life, I would say, I guess, maybe have a baby in a couple years or one year. <laughs> or another puppy. <laughs> yeah, or another puppy. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's cool. That's very, very cool. Um, all right. Well, I want to finish all my interviews with a quick fire round. So I'm going to ask you like 10 questions, I think it is, or 11 questions very very quick and you just answer like the first thing that comes to your mind okay okay so first one what's the first thing you do when you wake up stretch (laughs) nice i should do that as well and the last thing you do before you go to bed pray with my husband favorite food ice cream favorite color navy blue favorite holiday destination mexico someone that you look up to my mom something uh, that people do that gets on your nerves people who don't listen (laughs) very true very very true you get stressed out when when I'm in a rush to go somewhere do you prefer to call or text it used to be text but nowadays I'm liking to call so I guess call (laughs) um do you have any hidden talents I can type 108 words per minute wow that's a lot of words (laughs) someone has been typing for a long time to get that skill (laughs) yeah (laughs) and three things you can't live without i would say my macbook my husband and now my puppy (laughs) (laughs) the little family all together (laughs) yeah and the last one describe yourself in three words sweet quiet undecisive indecisive (laughs) oh see I wasn't expecting that last one I was like no this this girl she makes decisions like there's no other (laughs) (laughs) awesome well thank you so much again for taking the time to talk today I very much appreciate it um lovely conversation I've learned a lot so it has been awesome talking to you 
and hopefully we can talk again sometime right so you guys have just listened to the conversation that me and katie had i hoped you guys enjoyed it i'm pretty sure that everyone has learned something i learned something from that conversation so i hope everyone enjoyed it and if you want to know more about katie and keep up with all her news you can follow her on instagram at alohaluna.co go give her some love she is a lovely lovely person very nice and she was kind enough to talk to me um anyway so that's the end of this week's episode let me know what you think follow me on instagram at no shade underscore t drop me a dm sharing your thoughts and if you learned something and i hope you guys have an amazing week stay safe stay healthy thank you for listening and i'll see you next week and remember this is no shade just tea.